so, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, do I lift the camera? It's or? whatever works better okay, for you. Okay, okay. Hi everyone, my name is Lisa Wilkerson. I'm here hanging out at New NewCon, PDX NewCon. I was actually their first guest five years ago. I know. OG. Yes. I'm an OG. That's right. Original game. Original gamer. <laughs> and how did you get involved with NewCon initially? Um, my brother actually lives in uh, Portland, so I come out here a lot. He works for Intel, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very fond of Portland and Seattle too. But um, since my brother's here, I, and he has two kids, I'm a very active auntie. Um, so when I saw that they had a convention in Portland, I thought, oh my gosh, I would love to go. So it was one of those things where I had already planned to come out here for Christmas, and I thought, oh, I can stay, yeah, absolutely. So um, I almost feel like a little bit of a proud mama, you know, like watching you guys grow as a con, and um, it's great to see you've now expanded. Um, doing well. It's very, very exciting. So, you, you have experience in a number of different industries, you know, yes. just voice acting. Yeah. When you were starting out, though, with your, say, acting career, uh -huh. did you ever envision this level of success? You were near it. Uh, no. And in fact, I didn't even envision this kind of career. Um, for me, I am, like, just a little bit of background about myself. I grew up in Tokyo, so I moved there when I was five, I went to international school, um, and then I came back, after graduating from high school, I came back to the States. Realized that I had no clue what was going on because I'd lived my whole life in a different country, a different culture, and I thought I would be able to completely acclimate in a few weeks. I was like, no problem. But what it didn't turn out that way. So I thought, ah, okay. So where do I fit in? I need to figure this out. So I decided to go back to Japan and get a job and kind of just, you know, save some money and then decide where I wanted to go. I knew I wanted to be somewhere in the States, but I didn't know where. Didn't really have any loyalty to any city, any state. So um, it was a very strange situation that I was in. So, um, but through that, actually, I was very lucky to get involved in the launch of a very big uh, radio station number one radio station called J-Wave um, and that was when I realized that I wanted to be a part of radio and media because I've always been a huge music fan uh, like Prince and um, he's really influenced me and my career so it's obviously very sad last year but um, but so I thought oh wow yeah this is what I want to do and then that being in radio has really given me all kinds of other opportunities, such as the voice work that I do. Didn't even know that was a job either. You know, that was one of these things. I'm very old school. I come from, I mean, I've been doing this now for what, 20, 25 years. So, um, you know, this is really before voice actors kind of took more of a spotlight. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, but being on radio, a lot of times you get offered jobs for voice, you know, commercials or video games. And so that's how I got into the video game stuff um, and into the voice acting. And then through that, I also got into uh, Lost in Translation in that film. And 
I really enjoyed that as well. That was a really cool project to be a part of. Um, and then I was given another opportunity for a really good film, and it was a really big role, and um, called Kamataki. And so it's just been for me. Um, I think I'm one of these kind of people where I love doing all kinds of things. I don't want to just do one thing. Collective. Uh, yes, exactly. And I feel, um, and I talk about this a lot of times in voice acting panels, but I just feel that they can really bring synergy to each other. And, they, and that if you just do one, I think that's great. And if you perfect it, absolutely great. But I'm just built where. I like to challenge various areas, uh, or in, even to see if I can do something, and if I can, then I will do more of it. If not, I'm like, okay, not for me, cool. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of these, I don't know, it just turned into this journey. Not sure how it did, but I'm very happy so far with the journey I've taken. I'm very excited to, be, to see what 2017 will bring as well. How has the fan impact affected your Um, For me, that's been so surreal because when having spent my whole life in Japan and working in Japan for so, for so long, you were kind of unaware, right? First of all, of the projects that you're involved in, a lot of times they don't really give you any information, so you have no idea. Um, and then it's only when that project comes out and you start getting these emails from people or messages like, oh my gosh, I love your work. And I'm like, really? Wow. You know? Love it, coming from outer space. It's got to be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, it is. And it's really um, because, you know, it, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's such a really, it's such a cool job to be voice acting. It absolutely is. But there's a lot of stuff that is definitely not glamorous, you know, like trying to, like waiting for work so many times, or getting rejected all the time, so being, knowing that you've actually touched someone, that they really enjoy what you've done, really makes it worth it, you know, um, so yeah, it's been, it's been really wonderful, and like the whole Kickstarter thing with Shamu and everything, that was just so awesome to kind of watch him play, and um, so yeah, it's very, 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 it's wonderful. I really, I, it, you know, it's a very humbling experience. Okay, so what has been the easiest voice acting or acting, whichever one, role for you? Like one that you just seemed into, maybe there was synergy or natural, just conversation between you and the role you were stepping into? In some ways, I want to say Nina with TechM because I feel that in some way, I kind of relate to that character a little bit. She's a very complex character, and um, you know, she's like this super kick-ass, cold-blooded <laughs> assassin. Um, and then yet, she's also, when it comes to family, that's kind of a soft spot for her, and that's some and a weakness, and so. I kind of like that a lot, and I feel that um, I'm a Scorpio, and I feel that in some ways Scorpios are very much like that. They're very strong, and yet they also have very real weaknesses, and so, um, yeah, so I feel like Nina Williams in a way, but then personality-wise, probably a lot of ways, I'm very 
maybe a little bit more similar to Sarah, Sarah Bryan from Bridge of Fighter. She's kind of cheeky, which I, I'm always, I'm always being a smartass somewhere. Um, so probably, I would say those two, maybe. And on the other side of that, is there a um, notably difficult voice role, one that took a lot of, I don't know, effort, maybe getting in a certain mindset to seem into? Yeah. Um, one of them that was really hard for me, which is, excuse me, not video games and not uh, anime. Well, I guess it is anime, but it was Batsmaru, which is with the uh, Sanrio group, Hello Kitty group. It's yes. the Angry Penguin. Um, that was extremely hard for me because, first of all, the voice was kind of like this. Hey, that's maybe that's like really, really, yes, yeah. <laughs> And it was a pretty long project. It was a huge DVD series that, that Samria wanted to come out. And it was going to be all over Asia. And they also wanted people who could do English and Japanese together. So I was doing it in both English and Japanese. So and twice as much. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, and then one day I showed up for the studio for work and they're like, oh, Lisa-san, today we will be singing. I'm like, great, kill me now, <laughs> you know. So I was singing and doing it in English and Japanese and in that voice, so, um, yeah. But, so I think that that would be, uh, that was extremely hard on me because uh, voice acting in English and then voice acting in Japanese, um, different approach. And then when you put them together, it's just a whole nother like blowing your brains out kind of you know craziness that comes with it. Um, so that would be one. Another thing that another character that was actually a little bit tough on me was Shuing from uh, Shemu. Mm -hmm. And the reason being, the director wanted it to be quite flat um, and monotone. And I kept trying to put a little bit more expression in it, and he kept telling me to dial it back. He's like, no, I don't want that, I don't want that. And yeah, I had another character I was doing, Joy, which was a lot more, you know, she was kind of, she's a little bit like Sarah Bryant. Like, she's very kind of, a little bubbly, you know, really cool chick, a little bit sassy. Um, and she is completely different from Shuang. So, I think it would be Shuang and Batsmart. Voice acting in English and Japanese. You uh -huh. said they're super, super different. So, uh, would you please elaborate, elaborate on that? Yes. yes. Um, say, for instance, with commercials, uh, Japanese is quite a flat language. So, um, you don't have like the mountains and valleys, kind of like the inflections and, and everything you have, you have in, in English. So, it's a lot harder. But just doing the just doing voice acting and and reading a script and knowing that it's being recorded, being in front of a microphone with another language is always going to be more intimidating, you know? Um, so there's that. So you mentioned there's there's rivers and valleys that there's um, inflections in English, but there aren't in Japanese. It's very yes. monotone. Yes, very monotone. Um, and then also just the fact that, you know, it's, you're not, it's not your native tongue, your native language, and so because of that, it's always harder. Like you, and I'm really hard on myself when it comes to Japanese. You know, I want to get perfect. Um, and I'm my own worst critic when it comes to stuff like that. So, um, so doing something in, in Japanese is always really tough for me. Um, but yeah, it's very different. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say.
be cut off. Um, what is the one thing that's part of your day-to-day life that you miss most when you're in the U.S.? Um, I think the convenience of public transportation and, you know, being able to, like, just get a cab to go from point A to point B at any time. I live in L.A. where it's very car-centric, of course. Um, however, I still don't have a car. I've managed to hold out, which is awesome. Um, but I think that that's one of the things. Also, the convenience store. I definitely miss convenience stores because they have everything and anything that you need. Um, and they are exactly that. They're very convenient. Seen anime and TV shows. Yeah, they're absolutely amazing. You can pay your bills there. You can buy concert tickets there. I mean, everything you can think of, yeah, you can do at a convenience store. And you can also get a lot of great prepared foods, you know? Um, so if you're, you know, like I'm single, so I would just go and get something for, t- for dinner, like if I finish the day. Um, another thing that I really miss, and this is probably the thing I miss the most, is the bakeries are absolutely amazing in Japan. Um, they do a lot of they get a lot of influence from German and French cooking, and so they have incredible bread. The bread there is just to die for. Do you have any favorites? I have one that I grew up around. It's called Anderson's Bread, or Anderson's Bakery, and it is absolutely extraordinary. It's really wonderful. Um, there is a fig and it's brown bread and it has fig and walnuts and then inside is a little bit of cream cheese and it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah. So a lot of times when I go to Tokyo for work, for like interpreting work or whatever, um, I will actually get my Airbnb so that I'm near there so that I can, you know, continue on my ritual of going and picking up a little roll in the morning. Um, let's see, do you have any uh, non-voice acting projects you're working on that you can talk about? Um, there's something that I'm going to be, I was going to be doing this last year, but I didn't really uh, get to do it, but I will probably be putting together a podcast or a vlog of some kind. Um, I'm trying to do something to really prep for the Olympics, which are coming up in three years, and um, I'm definitely going to be involved in that, so I want to go ahead and start now and get some content out now, so I'll be doing that. I had, I don't really have any details on that yet, but okay. I'll be doing that. Of course, you just kind of play it by ear and you go with what kind of flows at the moment. Correct. That's how I roll. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in the no idea. <laughs> the only thing I know is, yeah, this has always been the hardest question for me. I like to have a goal, but I also like to see what goes on as I'm going to that goal. Because I like to really be organic about the way that I you don't want to do my force life. It too much. Yeah, because if I had been very gold, you know, I never thought I'd be where I am now. It's only because of, I think, the way I operate and how I really will watch opportunities that aren't not aren't necessarily things I thought I'd be doing. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, so Lost in Translation is one of them. Never thought I would, you know, but um, so I, I really don't know. I The only thing I can say is that I hope to be even stronger, 
for me, it's just really important to have growth, whatever I'm doing. Uh, personally, in work, um, I will probably have just finished kicking butt at the Tokyo Olympics. Um, I'm, yeah, and I don't know. I'm not sure where I'll be in five years. I'm very excited. That's the funniest answer I ever got was five years older, of course. Yeah, yeah. Which is always a funny one. Um, do you have any upcoming conventions in 2017 you can you can confirm or I do. Or um, I will be over at Acon. I have actually quite a few. I'll be at Acon. I'll also be in uh, Florida in March on Acon. Uh, I'll also be in Tunisia in fall. Muslim, uh, that very strong Muslim culture, but um, I will be there, so we haven't yet worked out, but I'm um, pretty sure I'll be there, and, um, hmm. and I'll also be at AWA. You're going to be busy. Yeah, it'll be great, yeah. Let's see, oh, do you have anything you'd like to add for any of your fans who couldn't make it out of here this weekend? Yes, I do. Hi, everyone. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for all your support over the years. Uh, it's really meant a lot to me that you guys come out to my conventions and all the support that I get over social media and everything. And I look forward to growing together stronger and better with all of you in 2017. Let's make it a great year. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for all the love and support. Mike, you're on.